And that is, so we mentioned at the introduction to the daf that for the raid, we're going to go back to yesterday's Torah, and that is discuss the halacha that says that <clears throat> a person is not allowed to marry a woman that's a menekes. And just to chazer over a little bit what we said yesterday, and then so the Makar to this halacha is a sugya, Mesachtes Yivam is Tach Membeis. The Gemara over there says that a man is not allowed to marry a Mu'uberes. A man is also not allowed to marry a Meinekes. Why is a man not allowed to marry a Meinekes? The Gemara has a little bit of a discussion. But what emerges from the Gemara is because we're concerned that this Meinekes may become pregnant. If she becomes pregnant, she's going to lose her natural ability to produce milk, which is the source of sustenance for her child, there's also a concern that her husband will not want to support her child simply because it's not his child. So because of a potential sakana, Chazal said, Lo yisa adam meinekes chaver. Okay, up until what point is a woman considered a meinekes? And that was yesterday's daf, a little bit today's daf as well. Major machlokes. Rameir said twenty-four months. Rabbi Yehuda said eighteen months. Beishamai said twenty-four months. Beisul said eighteen months. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel said ani achria, or maybe the girl says ani afarish, that it's not eighteen and twenty-four, but rather it's fifteen and twenty-one. And lamaskana the Gemara said rather shmul the Amri Travayu, it's chof dalut chodesh chutz miyoyim shenoyad vechutz miyoyim shenesar. In other words, the shear is twenty-four months. We mentioned yesterday that the Chassam Soifer and his pirush on the sugya. And the truth is that really all the Achroinim learned that way, that the Machloikis Tanoim was not a Machloikis in Metzios, but rather was a Machloikis in the Halacha. Meaning, a woman's going to be considered a Meinekes as relates to this Halacha, as long as women tend to nurse their children. However, when it comes to all these different analyses that we do, very often there's a Roiv and there's a Miyot. The kachava, as it relates to this halacha as well, most nashim would nurse their children for 18 months. But there were a miyot that would nurse up until 24 months. Rabbi Yehuda says, you go basa raif. Raif 18 months, so she has a din of a menekes for 18 months. Basil says, you go basa raif. She has a din of a menekes for 18 months. Remeyer, who in the entire shas is chayish lamiyuta, here too, lishitasai was chayish lamiyuta. And for that reason, Rameya said that here you're going to have to be concerned about the miyut of Nashim that nursed for 24 months, and she's going to have a halachic din of a meinekes for up to 24 months. The same said the Chsamsoyev is with regards to the extra three months. It also was based on a roiv and a miyut. And ultimately, when Rav and Shmuel paskind that it's chof dalot chaydesh chutz miyem shenoyelv yem shenesar, so essentially what Rav and Shmuel were paskinding was that you don't go basaroyev. And the Chsamsoyev said, Kedarke bakaydesh, that pshad is, because Rav and Shmuel al-Lashit Asayu and Yuma peydalot on the base, that ein holchem de pekuach nefesh acher aroyev. And that's why even though in Kolotei Rukula, we're not chayesh but in this sugya, it goes down as a begin of Pekuach Nefesh, and when it comes to Pekuach Nefesh, in Hochem Pekuach Nefesh Achra Roiv, and that's why the halacha is, and that's what's brought down in Shulchan Aruch, based on the Psak halacha of Rav and Shmuel, that it's Chof Talat Chodesh, Chutz Miyom Shen Noilad Boy, Yom Shen So it's clear that this halacha, even though it's a Dinder but at the same time, it has a Chumrah of not only something that's very severe, but it goes into the realm of sakana. You see, with chayish lomiyuta, could be even miyuta de miyuta. Twenty-four months is based on two miyuts. So really, there's a, a miyuta de miyuta over here that we seem to be concerned about. Something that ordinarily we wouldn't. But 
once we appreciate the fact that this is a sugi of Sakana, we know in the first parakim of Sachtes throughout Shas and all the Poiskim, Chamir, Sakanta, Meyesuru. So this becomes already more Chamer. The whole sugi gets upgraded in Incredibly. I Meaning, when you think of Machalos Asura, Biyos Asura, and when you think of Hilchas Ishos, you would think the Issa to marry a Meynekes wouldn't be so Chamer. But the truth is, it's just the opposite. It's more Chamer than some real Isura, maybe even Isura de Raisa, based on the fact that Chamira Snakanta Me Isura. Stating that, if you look in the Rishonim and the Poiskin, there's a lot of mitigating factors, a lot of quote unquote coolest that were used with regards to different situations. So just to get a calm. And again, the sugi, like we mentioned yesterday, is much bigger than you would ever expect. And really, it's rechavim inayam, and it requires real iyun, and it's a gishmaka gishmaka sugi. But just to have a little bit of a tam of like some of the coolest that's going on here in the Paiskim. The first is Toysfus. It's the bottom Toysfus on Daf Samach Amid Beis. It's also the bottom Toysfus on Masech Tzivam is Daf Mem Beis Amid Aleph. With Toysfus brings a Chiddush. Over here, Toysfus refers to him as Rabbeinu Shimshin Hazakein. In Yivamis Mem Beis Amid Aleph, Toysfus refers to Rabbeinu Shimshin as the Zayda of the Rajba. He means the Rajba that was one of the Bali Toysfus. But either way, Rabbeinu Shimshin Hazakein said a Chiddush. He said that even though it's Mavur, the halach is that a Meinakis is not allowed to get married, that's only a Meinakis Almana. But a Menekes Grusha would be able to get married. What's the reason? So Zubasataima. It's because what's the concern? The concern is, is that if this woman gets pregnant and she's not going to be producing milk anymore, who's going to take care of this child? An almana, by definition, means that the father of the child is not alive. But if she's a Grusha, the child has a father. So over there, we're not as concerned that something's going to happen to the child. And for that reason, Rabbi Nushimshan Azakin said that if a woman was a grusha meinekes, this whole halacha goes by the wayside. So basically, took this halacha of loyisa meinekes and ruled out all grushas. They're not going to be included in this halacha. Taisus brings to Rabbeinu Tam that was vehemently and vociferously chaylik on Rabbeinu Shimshon, Rabbeinu Tam, is say here in Ksuba Samach HaMedez, and say in Yevamis, Membez Aleph. and if you look it up, in Shulchan Aruch, halacha lamaisa, when he brings this halacha of a menek is not being able to get married, so it's a long halacha in Shulchan Aruch, but just one excerpt, Bein Shehi Almana, Bein Shehi Grusha. It doesn't matter if she's Almana, it doesn't matter if she's a Grusha, Zok Deber Agoyle, Kedas Rabbeinu Tam, Shon Betoisviz, Taf Membeiz Amen Aleph, Vekach Kosa Besheultis, Vechein Nirem Midivrei HaRambam, Perik Yer Aleph, Mehilchaz Gerishin, Halacha Chafei. So the bottom line is, we don't paskin like Rabbeinu Shimshin, we paskin like Rabbeinu Tam. Stating that, if you go through some of the tshuvas that were written by Gedoli Yisrael on this topic, Rabbeinu Shimshin was very often used as a sniff lehater. So we don't paskin like Rabbeinu Shimshin. Rabbeinu Tam was choyleik b'shtei yodai. And in Shulchan Aruch, there's no ambiguity. There's no yeshayimrim that we should take on the sheet of Rabbeinu Shimshin. But the poiskim, when they were shocked to al-takonas b'nois Yisrael in different situations, they didn't rely on this exclusively. You can't. That's going to negate the halacha. But at the same time, as a sniff, Lahakel, this Rabbeinu Shimshin is a very important halacha. Another halacha that's discussed at great length by the Poiskim is what happens if a woman wasn't married, but rather a woman was Mazana, she had a child, and as a result she's a Menekis right now. Does the Takana of Menekis apply even to an Isha that was Mazana? So the next words in Shulchan Aruch, Ben Almona, Ben Grusha, Ben Mazana. So it doesn't matter, even if she's Mazana, the halacha is going to be true. Stating that, Zokter Amo. 
b'mezana. There are some people that are mekel when it comes to a mezana. The Yeshla Hakel says the Ramah, and I encourage you to be mekel if there's a mezana that's mufkeres leznos, who's mufkeres atzmulazus kineshei bayla mashamra. Because a woman like her, we want to get away, and the best way to get her away is she has a husband bayla mashamra, and based on that, there's going to be some sort of protection. And therefore, says the Ramah, I encourage the Yeshla Hakel b'mufkeres leznos kineshei bayla mashamra. This truth is from the Rebbe who a lot of major truths that were written on this halacha. What happens regarding Mazana? But again, this is something obviously that's not Shechiach, but at the same time, something that's very important in terms of understanding the halacha, that it could be, there would be a nuance, it could be, there would be a nafkamino as it relates to a Mazana. Another kula, quote unquote, that you find in this Indian, and that's a tshuva from Moshe. This tshuva is in Evna Ezer, Chelik Beis, it's Simen Zion, it's incredible Koyach Deatera from Ramosha. The case that Ramosha was discussing, and the situation was very interesting. There was a, a woman whose husband died. She's an Almana, but the husband left over a Yerusha. The child got the Yerusha. He just yarshined a lot of money. Based on the law, the mother of this child is the apotropis of this Yerusha. But the point is, this child, right now, even though He's very, very young, but at the same time, is a fine gvir. And the question that Ramosha was discussing was, should that make a difference? Why? Because the whole issue is that what happens if she becomes pregnant and he's not going to want to support the child? Well, in this case, the child himself has money. And because the child himself has money, so based on that, you would think that maybe it shouldn't be a problem. Now, Ramosha in the Tshuva speaks out one very important distinction. He says, why is this Shaila only the gay if the child has money? What if the woman has money? Many women had money. So he says, I think that's poshit that that would be a problem. Because the reason is, all the money that a woman brings into her marriage have strings attached to them. In the best case scenario, with this nechzimalog. But the question is, when the child has the money, the father this man, it's not his father, has absolutely no schusim in this money. So based on that, maybe it would be different. Or maybe loy plog. So Moshe brought a nifla de geraya. His raya was that the Gemara, when it discusses the halacha that a menekes is not allowed to get married, so the Gemara says, why? Because we're concerned that she's going to get pregnant and there's going to there's gonna be no food. And because there's no food, there'll be an issue. So the Gemara, why don't you go to the Yarshim? This woman's an almana. That's the classic case. So somebody yarshim this man. So let her go to the yarshim and let the yarshim take care of this child. Which it sounds like, halachically speaking, they would be obligated to do. That aside. But go to the yarshim. Amr Abaya. Abaya said, Isha boisha lovay lebezdin. Because we're afraid that the woman's going to be embarrassed to go to Bezdin. So Ramosha said that the emiss is, if you would have asked me, I would have said a more posh to Teres. Isha posh, posh, love it, and it sounds a little bit of a chiddush. Say more posh, loy plug. Right? It sounds like Chazal were putting a takon in place. They were putting a takon in place that says that a maynak is not allowed to get married. So you're going to tell me, what if the, there's Yarshin, who have money, in other words, there's some way to be able to, to give the child through the Yerusha, the money that he's supposed to get, the mezoinus that he needs. So in that age, it should be okay. So I would say, loy plug, Chazal, again, I'm making a loy plug. Chazal didn't say that. They let you didn't say that. You know what they said? What would be in a situation where in the 
20th century, where there's a Yerusha, and you don't have the Isha Boisha love of the person. You know why? Because the money's sitting in the child's account, and she's the apotropa. She has full power of attorney to do whatever you want. I think based on the Havamin of the Gemara, of Litvinei Liyarshan, and from the fact that the Gemara in the Teretz didn't say that Teretz, that's a riot that really if the child would have an egg in a Yerusha, in this case, I think it would be fine. So Ramosha said, I think from the Gemara, not even from the Rishayim. This is saying a Chiddush Lahalacha from a Gemara Pasha. Just from learning the Gemara, I think it's clear from the fact that the Gemara asked the Kasha. And even in the Teretz, the Gemara didn't say the Teretz that would seem to be the more obvious Teretz, which is Lloyd Plot. I said there's no Lloyd Plot. And to the extent there's an Eitzah of the Litvinu Yarshim without the Teretz of the Gemara, of Isha Boitcha Lava the Bezin, then that would be okay. And Ramosha works through in the Truva that most cases, Bismanas F, the child has an egg in a Yerusha. Now, after after the child has a Yerusha, but if the child has a Yerusha, the child now has its own money. The mother has a responsibility to use the money for the welfare of the child. There's no mother in the world that's not going to do that. And as a result, it's Hoshet, he said, that based on the Ikra Lacha, that would be okay. One of Ramosha's pikpukim in this Chiddush was that the Gemara mentioned in one of the anecdotes that there was a Maitre Shehoyah with one of the girls of the family of the Bey Reish Galusa, and she wanted to get married, and Rav Nachman was matarid, and it was a whole Chiddush, but the safta, and the Gemara had to give a whole explanation of what Rav Nachman's had to us. So he says, we know the Reish Galusa, they were great Ashirim. So if you're going to tell me that when there's a Yerusha, and when there's Ashirah, so over there it's going to be different, so then what's Pshat in the Gemara? Mamish, we're handling Gemaras, right? So what's Pshat with the Gemara by the Reish Galusa? So Ramosha said that it's true, the family of the Reish Galusa had a lot of money. But Lav Dafki, every Yochid had a lot of money. He said, Meshangazain, that you have situations where, yeah, it's a very wealthy family. But at the same time, each Yochid has to struggle sometimes to make it through the day. And he says, it's absolutely not a Raya. So you can't bring me any proof from the Reish Galusa. And I think from this Gemara in Yavamis, Tafmem Beis, I think this is a clear Raya. But Maise Ramosha says that at the end of the day, being even though I feel that this is being that no one ever said this I'm not comfortable with you being on this on its own so this was said I hold it to MS I'm not comfortable with it because it's a very big Chiddush Lalochah that nobody ever said. But at the same time, if you have something else to be mitztarif with it, I'm okay with you being mitztarif that's something else. So just to mention another tshuva where Amosh Ataka used this as a sniff to be mitztarif with something else. And the situation was where there was a woman that was a grusha. And she's a main actress. She can't get married now for 24 months. The Shiloh was, and the Shiloh was Ramosha Tendler, that the man, as part of the divorce settlement, is obligated to pay alimony. And being that he's obligated to pay alimony, child support, so the question is, in this case, he has a chiv, he has an obligation. What's the whole chashash he's going to get pregnant, he's not going to support? Well, now there's a deed of the Malchusa that says that he has to. And the question is, would this make a difference? So with Ramosha's shuvas, there's always suspense, right? You never know what Ramosha's going to say. Sometimes it's Pasha Lakula, sometimes no way. Zok Ramosha 
alimony is worthless. He said, because really most men in these situations are not really interested so much in the agreement that was made for them. They're doing it because they're being forced into it. But Be'etzim, he's not doing it Mertzoyinoy. And if he has a Tachbulu to get out of it, he's going to give Zechaneitzah to get out of it. And he says, I'm not comfortable with being Soymach on it. It's interesting. Ramosha in his famous Chol of Snam, Tshuva, Nurses, Tina the Malchusa, the USDA, the FDA. But over here, it was different, right? Every Sugi is different. And over here, Ramosha held, he wasn't so spell from that. And he said, I don't think that's going to make a big difference. He said that if his lashon is that it could be if the situation was already passed over to an oyrechdin lawyer in parentheses shehim avura they're gonna collect for yesh maybe over there it's gonna be a little bit better. So I don't know if he means like an escrow arrangement, but the bottom line is Ramosh says that if it was handed over to attorneys, so in that case he says there maybe I would be a, a little bit more comfortable. But the point is, as it relates to alimony, that's not something he's 100% okay with. But then Ramosha said that Lemaisa, there is alimony, which is something. And he references the chuba that he wrote in Chalik Bays, the chuba that we spoke about, that if the child has money, you don't have the Isha Boisham, you love it, So in that case, which you don't have in this case, so I'm a little bit more comfortable. Could be you could be Mako. Why? Because Hitchin was a Grusha. And because she was a Grusha, so then already you have Rav Shimshon Azokin, the Zedif and the Rajbo, which already there was precedent from Gedoyli Achroinim that they were Soymach on that as a Snifla Hakel. So he said that being yet we're handling a Grusha, which already is a Mokuludiga situation, and not just that, we're dealing with a, a situation with his alimony, which even though I don't love it, but B'dyevet, we could be Soymach on it, B'tzir of the Tshuva that I wrote in Chalik Beis. So he said, when you put it all together, I'm a little bit more, un- I'm a little bit more comfortable However, he said, I think you should wait Yud Beis Chaydish. That was his share. Why Yud Beis Chaydish? So he says, because today, most women that nurse, they nurse up until Yud Beis Chaydish. Nobody nurses past Yud Beis Chaydish, and therefore the share would be Yud Beis Chaydish. So it's interesting. The truth that we spoke out last night, so there Ramosha said Yud Ches Chaydish. Here he said Yud Beis Chaydish. Now what's the difference? I don't know. But if you look in that Shuvah, he wrote it in Tafshin Chav Beis. That Shuvah was written in Tammuz 1962. This was written in Tafshin Memalef. Tammuz of 1981. So it was written already 20 years later. And it could be things changed. And Minhagen changed. Ramosha writes clearly in the Tshuva, Kol Dar Vadar, you have to do this analysis. Every generation is going to be different. Again, there's a lot of other points here. Ramosha talks about 18 months in this Tshuva. Also, Ayin Shams. Again, nothing should be taken out of context. But the bottom line is, is that's just a, a, a Tshuva where you see that some of these coolers are playing themselves out. Perhaps the biggest Chiddush that I saw, just from a little bit of uh, Iyun, and that is a tshuva from Rav Kook. It's in his Sefer Ezra's Kayan, and it's brought down in one of Rav Avad Yosef's tshuvas. So I started going through the tshuva, it was a little bit too long, but the Tamsis Hadvarim that he said was a Chiddush Noira, he said that this whole halacha of a is not getting married, it's all based on us being concerned for the welfare of the child. Really, it's a takonis chachonim for the child. That's really what it is. He says that there are different takonas that were takonas like more klolim, and then there's some that were done for the yachid. This is something that's for the yachid. We're worried about this yachid. So if Cook says that we know the rule is that if somebody says, a person has a right to do that. Not just that, there's something called taninon. That if you know that if a person had the ability to communicate, the person would say, so we can tiny on behalf of that person. So he said, a murder 
Kiddush. He said, what would be if there was a situation right now with this little child, he's only 14 months old, and they just read the, a Shidduch for the mother, and this guy is a fine gvir, and this could change his life, but we're looking out for his welfare because of some chashash roch that Chazal said. It's posh, he said, if this child was old enough and could communicate he would say, no, I want my mother to marry this woman, to set my life up properly. So he said, that's something you could do. So the little bit that I did look in the truva, I saw that he didn't say this in a vacuum, and it was a bit of a whole bunch of different things, and he didn't want to be so on it on his own, and he said, the katechil wait 15 months, so all the mitigating factors. But at the same time, the ikka yisoyed is nifla, and that is that he viewed this as a takonos chachamim, and to the extent that you could say, that's going to be fine. So again, we started off this topic by saying, Saying that the Isser may not sound like an Isser Rabbanon. So you would think it's probably Kuladik stating that with Chayesh Lemiyuta, Demiyuta, when it comes to the Salacha, because it's all predicated on Sakana. And Chamir is Sakantemisur. Stating that's a whole bunch of mitigating factors. This is a Toyamel, Ben Benoishal Toyamel in this Sugya. And if you go through the Chuvas, there's so many different factors and things and Maisalach and so many things that played itself out as it relates to, to this Salacha.